Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. This is Relationship Radio, an extension of Marriage Helper International, hosted by renowned marriage and relationship expert Dr. Joe Beam and CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes. We answer your questions directly with research based principles that you can implement immediately. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Relationship Radio. across a newspaper article from the Tennessean, which is the newspaper here in Nashville, Tennessee, where I live, from several years ago, where that they interviewed me and asked me the question, should people try to slow their divorces down? To which I had replied, yes, I think it makes sense to divorce or to slow a divorce down if your spouse is involved with somebody else, because by doing so, you may be making it long enough that the other person will finally end the relationship with the other person, and and you may have a chance to save your marriage. Now, I still believe that, but what I've discovered is that people heard me say something differently than what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dr. Joe Beam. Welcome. Uh, my special guest here, the one you heard laughing at me, <laughs> is Jim Porto. Jim has a relationship company. Actually, he has a company that deals with businesses, with leadership, and he does all kinds of amazing things with his clients. <laughs> he also he's a relationship expert, and he also works with us at Marriage Helper, leading our intensive workshops for marriages that are in trouble, in addition to all the other things he does with his own company, because he really cares about people. He is an awesome human being. He has a lot of wisdom when it comes to relationships. Jim, have you ever heard somebody um, take what I said and get bad results with it? Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, I, you know, it's funny. It's like never underestimate the ability to be misunderstood. In fact, the only time you can't be misunderstood is if people can't hear you or see you. <laughs> but if you're writing, they can still misunderstand that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I guess non-existent. But yeah, I, you know, um, I think context is always important. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, uh, someone once told me that all advice is good, depending on the context you listen to it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think there's a certain amount of truth to that um, without taking it to extremes. What happens is that when we are thinking about people, um, when I'm, I'm talking to clients who has a, a husband or wife that's in limerence, and, and if you want more information, you can find out about that, you know, online, but you can also find it in our resources mm-hmm. um, and talk about what that looks like is that this is a state or condition that it doesn't last forever it right. will end at some point at and some point. it is not uncommon 
common in uh, the one of the second stage of that, or in one of the stages of that, for you to be able to find someone who is trying to quickly get out of the current relationship they're in to move into the new committed um, relationship with their limerent object or the person they're limerence with. This is mm-hmm. limerence for those that may be listening right now is really just a, a way of science and, and describing people who who said they are madly in love. And I want to encourage you to check that out. Okay. And so brief, brief, brief explanation. Charlie's married to Anne, and then Anne decides that she's in love with Fred. And so she wants to leave Charlie so she can be with Fred because she's somehow madly in love with him. And she decides she's going to divorce Charlie so she can be with Fred. Now, in that situation, when I say it can be to your advantage to drag out the divorce because what she's feeling for Fred is not going to last forever. It can come to an end. And dragging out the divorce might give you a chance to save your marriage. But what I didn't go on to say and should have is unless dragging out the divorce is going to make things worse. Yeah. Well, that's the, I think, you know, like I said, all advice works well, depending on the context <laughs> of it. And, um, and, and that's, that's a, a, that is a huge truth because the fact of limerence will end. You do the best you can to, to, to be available when that does end. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's really important. So, so the effect of, um, of not cooperating and I'm using some words that please don't distort them, but, but not cooperating in a divorce, which means I'm not just going to roll over and give it to you right away or mm-hmm. agree to every term. Rather, mm-hmm. I'm going to seek a counsel and get counsel from someone um, because what's what's really common today are, are mediators or let's save money by doing this type thing. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. Um, well, well, no, I'm going to seek counsel. I'm going to do this. I'm going to delay it. Well, it's going to make them mad. Well, right now they're kind of already mad and going with someone else. Mm-hmm. It's not like you could make it a whole lot worse unless right. you begin to attack them. So we're not talking about attacking them, but delaying it could be beneficial. Well, the problem we have in that is I've, I've, I've had clients before who, believe it or not, they are somewhat amicable. Um, some of the relationship could look like they have been married for 25 years or so. Their kids have all graduated and left the house. And over that period of time, they spent more time being mom and dad than mm-hmm. husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And they don't have any idea who the person, the other person is. They don't hate each other. There's no one else involved in the relationship. They just have no affection. In fact, the the descriptor we hear is we're kind of like roommates. Mm-hmm. We have fun together. We go to the pub. We go to baseball games. We do whatever. We go to church together. But there's no emotion there. I don't feel passion for them, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so my husband decided he wants to divorce. And so um, he's filed. And I heard Joe say, make the divorce hard. So... I'm suing him for everything he has. I'm dragging it out. I'm going to make it as long as possible. And what went from being a possible relationship of influence, because remember, this is really about influence. It's about the ability to influence the other person, not manipulate, but influence in a good way. Then it becomes now I'm attacking this person. I'm hurting this person. I'm bringing pain to you. Not this is a result of your choices or consequences for your actions. Rather, this is payment to delay it based on in, uh, misapplied information. When I have talked about this before, Jim, I've often referred back to my divorce. Um, I divorced my wife, Alice, back in 1984. We remarried each other in 1987. But then the divorce in 1984. Uh, Alice stood her ground. I mean, she had a backbone 
And at the time, I got really, really angry with her mm-hmm. because it's like, you're not letting me have what I want. You're not, you know, I, you're in my way. And I just got ticked and I got furious with her. But over time, that actually turned into respect mm-hmm. because it's like she wasn't just letting me run over her. She set up on her hind feet and took care of herself. And I've used that illustration many times when I've written about or talked about. And I have used that phrase, make divorce hard. What I wasn't thinking and need to change my language to, and, and therefore I'm officially doing it in this podcast. Ladies is, and gentlemen, you are, you are the first to hear brown breaking. <laughs> <laughs> is... But don't be mean. Right. And and why agitate the other person just because you want to agitate them? Now, I'm I'm taking off what you said a minute ago, and I, I think that you agree with this. I'm not just going to give him everything he wants. I or agree. Have everything. And, and if they get angry about that, like, look, you just should agree to what I want. Give me this. And you say, no, I'm going to follow my attorney's advice. And they get ticked. Some people just roll over. Give them what they want. Mm-hmm. And my suggestion is, I think you should follow your attorney's device, advice. And you say, well, he's just going to get madder at me. And as you implied or actually said a few minutes ago, well, you're not losing a whole lot mm-hmm. <laughs> because he or she's already mad at you. They're making demands that you won't agree to. And standing up for yourself is a good thing here. And I typically recommend then, you know, if they get angry, put it off on the, on the attorney. He or she's the gladiator and say, look, I don't want this divorce. I'm happy to try to work things out if you wish. We we can get the right kind of help if you will do so. But as long as you continue with this, then I've got to protect myself. Sometimes it's also, also got to protect my kids. And therefore, I am going to follow my attorney's advice. Now, if they get angry with that, they get angry with that. But you need to take care of you. You need to take care of your children if you have them. And at least in my experience, over time, that turned into respect because yeah. she didn't roll over. But what some people have done with that, and I take full blame for being misunderstood. For what some people have done with that, they just gotten mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and during that painful time, it's easy to get mean. Sure it is. I mean, I'm hurt, and so uh, let me just screw you. And I mean, I mean it, it kind of feels good sometimes when that's happening. You know, I recently I had a client. Um, uh, I still have them, but uh, his wife has disengaged over a period of time. And finally decided, uh, again, it's somewhat amicable. And this is and what I mean by that is it's hard to put a it's, you know, they don't hate each other. They're not fighting and hurting and attacking each other. She just decided she wanted something else. Mm-hmm. And so um, she decided she was going to file for divorce. And she had an idea of what divorce would look like in her mind. I want to be clear about this. I, I'm amazed of the fantasy that people create within their mind of what divorce will look like. Yeah, yeah. My favorite line is nothing else, nothing will change to which I always say, then why are you divorcing? Yeah, right. <laughs> Seems like a good point to me. <laughs> Nevertheless, her fantasy of what the divorce would look like came to a crashing halt when he said, okay, well, I'm going to talk to my attorney as well. And when he did, and she found out what she wasn't going to get, she became infuriated. Hmm. You're you're uh, and and a lot of colorful metaphors that if we were in person I would say but not if we're recorded <laughs> right and and nevertheless um, his response was it's getting worse I didn't want to make this worse and and he, and honestly he didn't care and what I mean by care he cared about her not whether she would get this or not get that that mm-hmm. that was the furthest thing from his mind mm-hmm. and and help me say this well Joe so if you hear this help me I want to make sure I say it right here was the thought behind it the thought behind it when we talked was that. Right now, she's not really that reasonable. 
what you are doing is not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. It's not unreasonable. It's not like uh, if you gave this to 10 people, that eight of the people would go, oh, my God, you are terrible in that. Hmm. They would say, well, that's pretty normal. You talk hmm. to an attorney. The law says this. That's the law. Hmm. And that's what you did. It's not unreasonable. Well, when a person's in an unreasonable mindset, either because they're involved with someone else or they have a, a an unrealistic expectation or some kind of fantasy they've created, then then their emotion is stronger. I'm mad at you. I hate you. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But when they return to, I'm going to use the word normal, whatever as, that as looks like. As if normal like. exists. Yeah. 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 But for you regular folks out there, you know, we use it all the time. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so, but return to homeostasis. They return to normality or, or what they, they typically would be in their reasoning. They look back and go, well, it really wasn't that unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Because it isn't. Mm-hmm. It isn't like we brought more pain. It's just what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reasoning in not going crazy with it or making it so hard. You're reasonable with it. I'm reasonable. It sounds crazy. We're getting a divorce, but I'm going to be reasonable in how I do it. She deserves this. He deserves this. Um, I'm going to do the right thing based on my value system. I remember talking to him and this is a, his guys are just a great guy. And she's a great lady, by the way. And and I just remember looking at it, telling him and saying, listen, you need to a, a couple of things. One, listen to your attorney. Um, but you're a good guy. And so don't let your emotions rule you in it. Right. But you're a nice guy. And if you want to give her a little more or whatever, and that's who you are. In other words, later, if you don't, you are going to be upset with yourself. That's damage. That's bad. I want you to be still the human you need to be for you to be whole later, no matter what happens. Then, then you might get just don't roll over. Don't make this happen. Right, right. And I have said, and I still believe this. I'm just having, I'm trying to say it in a way where that I'm explaining it differently than I did before. Mm-hmm. But I still believe this. Sometimes people will say, you know, he or she wants this, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just kind of tired of fighting. Why don't I just give it to them? My response to that is, obviously, you can do that if you wish. I don't make your decisions. You do. Mm -mm. But sometimes, sometimes the reason you don't give them that is because you really need them to understand the consequences of their decisions. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, you can't have all the money from the house, even if I don't need it. (laughs) I'm not going to let you have all the money from the house when we sell it because of the fact that that just aids and abets what you're doing. And you really need to face the consequences of your behavior. So to clarify my position... First of all, it's only in limerent cases where I would say that dragging it out can actually potentially right. be to your benefit. If it's some other situation, this is not going to work. This is if he or she is, quote, madly in love, end quote, with somebody else. Then making you go a little longer actually can give you a shot at that other thing ending. But what Jim brought to my attention is if in the process you make them see you as the most evil thing on the planet, they're not coming back to you no, no. <laughs> because even if they end it with the other person, it's going to be like, you're just evil. So make sure. Okay. As many things we talk about, it's not a science. It's an art. That's the part I love about this. And, and I, and, and I, I, I'm, I was hoping that you were going to bring that up, which is, you know, people hear something and it becomes this black or white thing. Mm. And, and you cannot take the, the, the discussions that are happen or the podcasts that happen or the books you read and then cookie cut them into your life. Mm-hmm. You have to think. Mm-hmm. You have to apply this in the way in which it can be applied to your relationship. 
Right. Very and, important. And if you post it on Facebook to hear, have them tell you what you should do. Oh, yeah. You're in big trouble. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what group you're in. If that's you want to be cray cray. That's what you yeah. would do. All right. So so try to clarify. And and I'm saying some of this differently than I've said it before, because I've come to realize that how I was being heard was not what I was thinking right. in my head. OK. Dragging it out can be to your benefit if they're, quote, madly in love with somebody else, end quote. Okay. In the process, stand up for yourself. Don't roll over. Don't give up everything. And if he, or let's just make it he to make it easy. Mm -hmm. If he says, okay, but I need you to mediation tomorrow. You don't have to go to mediation tomorrow. No. Like, you know, that's not going to work for me. There's some things I need to think about. There's some things I, I need to talk to the CPA, the attorney. You don't jump through the hoops. But if you take what I've said before and interpret that of, okay, I'm going to make this just vicious then I don't know that that benefits you in any shape, fashion, or form. Well, no, I had one client where she said, um, his attorney's asking for my um, w, W-2s or she owned a business too. Mm -hmm. And his attorney's asking because they're trying to figure out what our assets are and what it could be. And she said, um, she said, she said, Joe said to make this hard. And so I'm just not going to give them to him. <laughs> and I said, I think oh, you're missing the interpretation of what's yeah, being the spirit so. of what's going there. Exactly. That's, I know that's not what we mean. That's not what's being meant there. And and I and I will say that to people who are in this particular space, I want to be clear. So we're not planning and this is not something as you're thinking through a divorce or thinking stuff, you're like, oh yeah, that's what I'll do or whatever. It's situational applicable. But 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 the thought of that is if you have the power to give something that's rightfully theirs or in other words, they will get at some point mm -hmm. to just not do it because I ain't doing it Does probably it. won't produce the best emotion that you're looking for out of it. I concur. I agree. That's a struggle. So here's, here's we're back to the art of the science, because if you heard what we're saying, some of the things you do is going to tick the other person off, but you should do them. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And some of the things you would do will tick the other person off, but you shouldn't do them. <laughs> you say, oh. Well, that's so easy. Good. That's great. <laughs> and it sounds like we're talking on both sides of our mouth, but we're not. We're saying do what's reasonable. Yeah. Okay. And you do have to apply it. So this same couple I was speaking with, Joe, um, he's a believer, and I'm a believer as well. Um, we believe in God, believe in prayer. Mm -hmm. And I said, I asked him, I said, have you been praying about this? To which his response was, of course I have. And I said, well, what have you been praying? He said, I've been praying that God would work in both of our hearts. I said, fine. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Be careful that you don't alleviate the process that God could be using to bring that person to reality. And what I mean by that is... Um, the process, what you described earlier, whether you believe in God or not, it's the same way, which is there's a consequence for our actions. There is a law of sowing and reaping in all, everything in life. Mm -hmm. Everything has a something that's going to happen as a result of it. And when people don't experience that, they seldom learn, seldom. Um, and we actually teach them to repeat that behavior. And so by, by offering the resistance, and I'm using the word resistance carefully, but, but by, by making the process happen, not rolling over, not just giving them everything they want or doing those kind of things just because it's easier, we allow that person to experience the consequences of mm -hmm. their choices and actions. Correct. And that's a very important part of the process. Sometimes that piece of the process actually brings about a turnaround. It can. It definitely can. So when I divorced Alice, um, 
She was being counseled and advised by a very wise, godly man who was a very good businessman. He wasn't an attorney, but but he really understood a lot of things about business and life. And and he was counseling and advising her. And I wound up not getting some money that I thought I had every right to get. Mm. But his counsel to her was, well, actually, he doesn't have a right to that. And if you let him have it, based on the lifestyle he's living right now, he's going to do bad things to himself. Mm. So, no. Don't don't give up on that one because it's going to damage him. Mm-hmm. And I got mad and yelled and screamed and cussed and all that kind of things. So that's why we keep saying it's an art, not a science, because some of the things are going to make him mad. But that's really what you should do. Right. You need to face their consequences. And and you don't have to jump the minute they say you should. Take enough time to think things through. And sometimes people have actually said this to me, Jim. I mean, he wants me to go to mediation next week. But I, I'm just not ready for that. There's some things I've got to process first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then just say that. I'm not trying to avoid mediation. Just, you know, I'm a processor, and there's some things I've got to think through first. And that's all reasonable. It's reasonable. So what do you do? Don't be mean. Don't mm-hmm. do things just to hurt them. And for goodness sake, if they say, if the attorney says, we need your financial records, you're going to have to give. Them. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to do it. At this, you're just you're just showing, as it were, rebellion, and that just right. it doesn't pay well. It doesn't turn yeah. around good for you. But I wouldn't turn around and, and spend an extra hundred dollars to get them for him tomorrow. No, it's like okay, you can get them, but my accountant says he can have them in, in ten days, mm-hmm. unless I want to pay him to get somebody. You know, blah 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 blah. Right. Just be reasonable. Now, here's another value: we do not give legal advice. We don't do that. That's what attorneys do. You pay attorneys. <laughs> no, I'm not even good you at You pay no. attorneys to get, give you legal advice, not us. And I think it's very reasonable for you to say to your attorney, I want you to make it tough, but not mean. Right. And, and here's my reasoning. I'm not trying to damage him. As a matter of fact, just the opposite. Even if he gets mad, I'm, I'm doing this because I'm hoping that somehow it comes out in the right way down the line. So understand that my goal is to save the marriage. So whatever you do, be tough. But not mean. Yeah. Don't don't just make him think I'm the most evil person on the planet. Let the attorney guide you on those things. But if you want to talk to one of our coaches about it, now our coaches will not give you legal advice. But sometimes you need to examine your own motives. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you can call our office and set up an appointment with a coach. You say, well, why would I want to do that if you can't give me legal advice? Oh, this is the person that can help you think about you. Oh, yeah. Like, what are your motives? What are you trying to accomplish? How is this working for you? Uh, and if you say, but but I heard Dr. Bean say they can go, well, we understand what Dr. Bean teaches because we work with him. And he does want you to stand up for yourself. And he does want you to help consequences occur for the person. But he doesn't want you to be mean. And he doesn't want you to screw up your life. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we want you to do. It's just counter to who we really are. Jim, I hope this helps clarify this some. Is there any other way, anything else we need to say to make this clearer? I, you know, I think I think you've done a great job, and and you know uh, there are people who have questions. And again, this is a blanket statement that doesn't apply maybe specifically where you are, and that's where we can come in and help. Mm-hmm. So, um, but but it it you, 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 your motives are important, and so I, I mm-hmm. think it, I think it's a really valuable part, and um, and and moving slowly and carefully in this direction will serve you best. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, man, it's great to be here today. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Relationship Radio. 
Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. We exist to help save marriages and strengthen families. We look forward to interacting with you on the next episode of Relationship Radio.